Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. My guess is you want a business where you can show up as your whole creative, multi-passionate self so you can get paid, create a meaningful impact and have more time and freedom in your life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Whole Heart of Business Show. I'm Laura, and today we're going to talk all about how to start a podcast to grow your coaching business. Now, there's lots of reasons why you might want to think about starting a podcast in order to market your coaching business effectively. And in today's show, we're going to talk about why it might be a good idea, why it might not be a good idea for you. We're going to talk a bit about my own journey with podcasting, what it looks like in my business, because how it works in my business is slightly different to how I think some other people do it and why I've chosen that approach. And then I'm going to share some tips for getting started and just direct you to some places where you can get a bit more information about how to actually set up and start a podcast. And spoiler alert, it's a lot easier than I think it seems because when I started podcast, I was like, oh, this is really actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. So why might you want to start a podcast? I started the whole heart of business show, which like I say, it's a little bit different to just a podcast. And I'll explain more about that in a sec. But the first episode of this went out at the start of October 2021. And I think it was towards the back end of, of that October that I was at uh, an event in London. And one of the speakers was talking about podcasting and she was really talking about how now was such a good time to start a podcast. Relatively speaking, the amount of people who have podcasts, if you compare that to social media, is a lot less. So the saturation levels in the kind of podcasting world are a lot less than they are in social media. Podcasting is continuously growing year on year, like more and more people are listening to podcasts. And I think in terms of a of a way of marketing, I think it's really amazing because the connection that you get with people through this medium is really powerful. Like I heard someone describe it as being quite intimate because people are going to be listening to you while they're out on a run or while they're in the shower or while they're doing the dishes or doing other things and you become kind of part of their day and I think the way that people like consume podcasts is so different from social media and, and other methods that you might get in front of people. Another great thing about podcasting is that it's searchable and that your content on there is going to have longevity. So this is something I talk about quite a lot when it comes to marketing your business and how most social media platforms, like the the lifespan of something that you create on there, generally speaking, is quite short. Whereas obviously, if you're wanting to be most effective with your time that you're spending, we we'll want to be doing something that has a bit more longevity. And I think podcasting is a really good example of this. It's also searchable. So people can search to find out more about people who focus on treating, helping like a nutritionist who helps people around IBS or something. And they could find your podcast and they could listen to all of your previous episodes. So there's just, I, th- I think there's just something really interesting about podcasting. And I think it can really help you market your coaching business in really interesting ways. It might not be for you if you don't enjoy the medium at all if you don't enjoy talking about stuff if you find it a bit awkward most people could probably benefit from this kind of thing in the business as long as you've got time for it and we're going to talk a bit more about how that can work but basically I'm a massive fan I think it's amazing way to connect with people and when you're a coach it's so again it comes back to that importance of people connecting with you as an as a person and as an individual because you're the one who they're going to be working with so I think that's it's really powerful that kind of comes across in podcasting 
So my bit of my podcast story. So I had a podcast, oh gosh, it's going right back probably like over seven and a half years ago, I had a podcast. I did it jointly with a really good friend, Kezia, who is supernaturally healthy. And my work was really focusing on self-care and her work was more like nutrition based. And it was such a great combination. We were running retreats together and having a podcast together just made a lot of sense. That was the primary way that we marketed those retreats. We did that as Whole and Healthy Live, which is what we created in terms of doing this work together and this collaboration. And it sticks in my head that it was seven and a half years ago because I can remember recording episodes with Finley like in a sling on my front. And I can remember like there was little, his little sounds on the podcast and everything. So it was really going back quite a while ago. And then I think over time, as my work started to shift, we stopped doing the podcast. We didn't continue to work together in that kind of collaborative way. We're still very good friends, by the way. And she took that podcast on herself. So Kezia has a fantastic podcast, The Gut Goddess Show. Go and check her out. It's brilliant. And I just didn't do one. And then for years, I kept thinking, I really want to do a podcast. But it was a bit like, I think what kind of stopped me was this, was, was I suppose it was this overall thing that was stuck in my head around strategy with, was that you really want to focus on one thing and do it well to get ahead. And that made sense for a long time. And then it stopped making sense because what we started to see, for, well, what I started to see, I think for me, is that social media is not, it's not reliable. It's, it feels like to me, you know, let's say I wanted to focus just on building my business on Instagram and nothing else. And and that was the only thing I was going to focus on. I was going to focus all of my attention on Instagram. The problem is that's you're building your business on shaky ground. You have no control over that platform. To a certain extent, you can say this for a lot of different places, but it just felt like I just had this realization, whereas in my mind previously, I thought if I'm going to build something, I need to really focus on that and give it lots of attention. And at the time, I just didn't think I could do that with podcasting. But as time went on and I started to think, well, actually, yes, I get the logic behind focusing on one thing, doing it really well, doubling down on, what, on what's working and all that kind of thing. I get that. But given the way that I think the kind of just the, the whole social media content marketing world is and also my personality because I don't like I'm not suited to just focusing on one thing <laughs> it's just not my it's just not my style I think I've just learned that but not my not to, it's not my style I think it's just not who I am I, I'm just not that kind of person and that's fine I started to reconsider it and it just felt like it, it was always something I wanted to do. I was really aware that I didn't want to just jump on the bandwagon and just do what everyone else is doing. I didn't want to start a podcast and then find that I couldn't keep up with it in terms of creating content for it. And I didn't want it to be this whole other piece of marketing that I had to keep up. I was already, you know, trying to blog regularly and not doing it very well. I was already trying to make sure that I was maintaining Pinterest and posting on Instagram. And that felt enough and quite a lot so adding podcasting in like on top of that just felt like I can't do that. It's just going to be too much. And then I can't remember like where it fitted into my head or where the idea came from. And I had the idea for the Wholehearted Business Show. It is a multi-platform content show is what I call it. So right now I'm recording a video and that video then goes onto YouTube. So it's edited and that goes onto YouTube the audio is pulled off and that becomes the podcast. And then I 
tidy up the transcript and the notes that I've made before I record the show and that becomes a blog post. And then after that, that all of that content is then the blog post goes onto Pinterest. I pull out elements to create content for Instagram and it just works in a really seamless way. And honestly, coming to this conclusion and doing it this way has been one of the best things that I've done in my business. I'm so much more consistent. It feels streamlined. It really seems to be working very well. And it just means that I've got this presence in a few different places. Yes, I'm not doing, I'm not like massively doubling down on like YouTube, for example, and seeing huge growth, but I am seeing some growth. It suits my personality type and the way that I like to work. And it just feels really good. <laughs> it's probably the best thing I can say. So that's a bit of my podcast and journey really and, and why I do it this way. So yes, this is a podcast, but it's part of a much bigger approach, a bigger strategy in terms of how I market my business in general. And it just, like I say, just works really well. If I try to do a podcast on its own, I think I would have been massively overwhelmed and I don't know whether or not I would have been very consistent. I can't imagine myself doing weekly episodes the way that I do right now. Honestly, I think I probably would have like just lost a bit of faith and I don't know whether or not I would have been getting the number of downloads and stuff that I've been getting and things like that if I'd done it as a separate thing. The, the approaches work really well. And like I say, it's a bit of a flip from where I used to be a couple of years ago thinking that, you know, we need to focus on doing one thing. If you want to get from, you know, point A to point B and let's say you've got to build a bridge over a river, it's, you know, what most people would say, oh, just focus on building one bridge and you're going to get there quicker. This kind of goes against that. And that is logical. And what I'm doing is I'm building a few different bridges at the same time. But for me, it's not, I think what I've started to learn is it's not necessarily about the speed or that kind of like looking at marketing in that way. I'm building something slower and more sustainable and more enjoyable for me. So that's why I do it this way. But you don't have to do it that way. You can just have a podcast on top of what you do or you can integrate it into different things in the way that I do it. And I'm going to talk a bit about how that happens and what that looks like and stuff as well. So that's how the Wholehearted Business Show works. Like I say, it's multi-platform, so it goes across a lot of different places and it just works really well. So things to consider around starting a podcast. I think that for me, like I said, mine links into a bigger overarching content strategy and I feel like you, I think, whether, but like I say, whether it's going to be part of a bigger thing or just a podcast on its own, I think you really want to think about like, why am I doing this? Just ask yourself, why am I doing this? What is it that I want to share? If, if it's going to be a podcast on its own, like what role does that play in my business strategically? Is it replacing other elements of marketing that I no longer enjoy? A lot of people are moving away from social media and starting to go more into podcasting, for example, or other places. Is it replacing something? And just really dig into what role it's going to play in your business. Then I think it's about listening to some other podcasts that are in your niche. Like what can you bring that's new? And that might simply be your voice because your voice is going to be unique and it doesn't have to be like something all shiny new, but it can be useful to listen perhaps to other podcasts that are in a similar niche and think, you know, what can I bring that's a bit different? What kind of conversations can I bring to this space that is going to be different to what other people are already doing? So I think that's a really good thing to think about. You might want to think about how you're going to 
do it? Are you going to do it once a week, every couple of weeks, once a month? Are you going to do it in seasons? Are you going to do it as just one continuous thing? Have a bit of a think about that. One of the things that I do like about podcasting is you can try it and let's say that you do it for a few months and then it's like, okay, I need to switch something up or I need to take a break. You can call that season one and you can start another season. Like you've got some flexibility in terms of how you approach it and how you handle it. And I think that's quite cool as well. Next things you want to consider when it comes to starting a coaching business, you want to be looking at hosting so you're going to need a podcast host my podcast host is buzzsprout i found them really easy to use there's lots of different other ones that you can you know search for and i'll put some links and stuff in the description below but i find buzzsprout just works super well really just the trick and once you've got your podcast and host you might want to be thinking about equipment as well so i have quite a low tech i'm not in a little podcasting room you know some people like are really big on the sound and they have a little they'll do it in a little space to make sure it's not echoey and stuff like that i'm not as i haven't gone that far into it so i have a logitech webcam that i use to record the video and that and i use loom to record the videos i'm a huge fan of loom i think i've talked about this on the show before massive fan of loom and then i use my blue yeti microphone which is fab and i have a um, a boom arm standing. <laughs> I have a stand for the microphone and that works super well. I find it really easy and it's, you know, I think the sound quality is decent. It's probably not perfect, but it's decent. Buzzsprout does something called Magic Master. It masters the sound and stuff to improve it when you upload it, which I think is really good as well. And yeah, so to be fair, you don't have to have a big fancy microphone. I think one of the things with, again, one of the things that put me off for a long time around starting a podcast was wanting it to be perfect and, and that, you know, people are not going to listen if the sound's not perfect and if I haven't done this perfectly and that perfectly and I'm not launching it perfectly. And when I took the pressure off, for me, done is better than perfect. And that's very much <laughs> this show, I think, is it's not perfect. It, there's probably elements that could be better in terms of sound quality and content maybe, but I'd rather be here doing it than spending loads of time trying to make something perfect. So if that means that you start with using your like your, your AirPods or your plug-in headphone and your webcam, it really is just about just getting going and not letting the the fear of it not being good enough stop you from actually just taking the action. When I started the whole lot of business show, it was a very soft launch. Like I'm very much I, th I think some people, when they start podcasts, they really go into they have a massive launch and it's about getting in the, in the top 100 charts and stuff and they really go all in. And that's a really good approach that you can take if that suits you. And if you want to go for that, then I think that's great. I didn't do that because that was a big, it was like a big stone sitting there in my way. It would have stopped me from taking action. I think if I'd gone too far down that route of thinking, I need to do an all singing, all dancing launch i need to be on in the top 100 or whatever business podcast and it was just i'd rather just get it done i'd rather just be bloody doing it than worrying about that so that's but that's me that's again that's just how i like to do stuff so i've just really just jumped in and done it basically and it means that in terms of strategy in terms of growing the show and in terms of things like YouTube, which is, again is part of this, I'm coming back to some of that stuff. And okay, so what can I improve around how I show up on YouTube? What, how can I, what can I improve around 
the general like getting more listeners to the podcast but that's okay because I've started and I'm doing it and that works well so I'm going to link an article from Buzzsprout which takes you through the process of starting a podcast I followed that and I found it really effective it really helped me get my head around how it would all work and getting your podcast listed in certain places like your report and stuff like that that worked really well there's also a course called podcasting 101 from Kirsten Cable I did that program I'll leave a link to that as well and just to say I am going to be doing a paid live training on Wednesday the 16th of February all around how to create a multi-channel content show like the wholehearted business show so really what I'm going to be teaching in this training is exactly the process that I use to create this and also a bit of the strategy behind it and why it works. So if you like the idea of having a podcast, but perhaps like me, feel that just trying to stick that on top of all the other marketing stuff that you're doing, having it as a separate thing feels a bit overwhelming. And you love the idea of having something that's more integrated, that's going to save you more time, that's a little bit more streamlined, then do check that out. It's going to be £37. The price will go up after the live training's taking place. You'll get access to the recording if you can't make it live. I'm going to put a link in the description for that. But that's going to be a really great live training. I'm going to be adding to it as well after the actual like live training aspect. I'll be adding some little tutorials in there around some of the different elements that, that I use to make this happen. But like I say, if you love the idea of starting something like a podcast, want to do it in a more integrated way, then do check out the paid life training, which again is how to, it's a bit of a mouthful. I'll tell you what, I had some trouble trying to name this, <laughs> but how to create a multi-platform content show like the Whole Heart of Business show. So do check that out. But I hope that that's been helpful. I hope that's given you some stuff to think about when it comes to whether or not a podcast is right for you. There's definitely something around just giving it the time investment that it needs as well but it's just I've loved doing this and I really like I say I really love doing it in this integrated way I can't imagine having done it in a different way it works super well but anyway I hope that has been helpful I hope it's really got you thinking if you've got any questions you know where to find us on Instagram I'm at wholeheartedly Laura come and check us out like I say do check out the link uh, in the description box if you want to join that paid live training it's only £37 the price is going to go up after the live training is taking place if anyone knows my work often these you, you you get lifetime access so once you've purchased a, a paid live training when it becomes a big course that's 200 quid you'll get you've gotten it for £37 so if any of that sounds interesting do grab your ticket for that and I will see you in that but I hope that's been helpful and I'll see you guys soon take care bye